Welcome to the Caliber podcast. In this episode, David Lindsay, Director of VIP Sales, meets with co-CEOs of luxury watch empire, Jacob & Co. Jacob and Benjamin Arabo. Watches of Switzerland have been lucky enough to be the exclusive London distributor of Jacob & Co. Listen on as the group discuss the history of the brand, their loyal brand ambassadors, and the incredible masterpieces they have brought to the UK. Hello, my name is David Lindsay. I'm the VIP Sales Director for Watches of Switzerland, and I'm joined here today by the father and son team, um, the, the successful team that are Jacob and Benjamin Arabov of um, Jacob & Co, all the way from New York. So gentlemen, welcome to London, Thank you. to our Knightsbridge showroom, our fantastic Knightsbridge showroom, if I say so myself. Um, we're delighted to be launching um, your brand in our, in our business. So. Um, Tell us about the history of Jacob, please. Sure. Benjamin. So the brand started in uh, 1986, about 30, 36 years ago. Um, it started um, with, with one vision in mind, uh, the goal to be different. Um, Jacob started uh, on 47th Street in New York. Um, it's a street that has hundreds, if not thousands of jewelers that have small 10 by 10 booths. And when he started, he was about 20, 21 years old. Um, and there was at the time, even back then, so much competition. And in order to stand out and be different, he knew he had to create jewelry um, that was just completely different than anybody, than everybody else. Mm -hmm. the, the typical engagement ring or tennis bracelet and stuff like that. So the brand started with the focus of jewelry for the first, let's say, 14 years. And then it transitioned to watches in early 2000. 2001 right. was the first launch, yeah. And the watches. Now, I'm 300 years old, right? Because I can remember selling your watches when they first came into the UK. Five time zones. The five time zones, the five power cell models, and either with the plain, plain bezel or the diamond bezel, white dial or black dial, um, which... And colorful. Absolutely. Um, but then there was a bit of a change in dynamic, wasn't there? Because it went quiet after that, and then it's, you've come back with some major complications. So there was a, there was a, a shift, wasn't there? Uh, yeah. what, when, when was the shift? And, and the shift was uh, in 2010. We had the very successful five time zone from 2001 uh, all the way to 2009. And when there was a financial crisis in 2009, we, have, we had the time to think what to do next. And I decided to go to the next level. I said, I'm going to design, because um, we were so successful with the watches. And we already had some complicated watches uh, made during those years. One was the Quinton 31-day power reserve, um, which was very successful, and a few others. But the main started, the, the, the main uh, uh, complications I started designing is to, from 2010. And that's when I decided that I'm going to go into something that hasn't been done before. Basically develop and design um, uh, new technology and new movements to, and, and that hasn't been done before, never been introduced in the, in the watch industry. It took me years to do it. Of course, as you know, it takes time to research development. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
as you see that uh, last six, seven years that we're presenting more and more new complications and always uh, we have plans for the next three, four years at the, t at the time to have uh, in the pipe. And that's what it started, yeah, from 2010, 11, that's when I started to design new uh, concepts. You were clearly, were you, were you getting asked for more extravagant pieces from your, from your, I mean, I've seen your client base, you know, all the beautiful, the, the great and the good. Right. Um, and I remember actually coming to Basel and seeing your, um, your stand. All of a sudden there was all these diamonds everywhere and it was, oh, come on. Right. So, um, in a new section, a uh, new build. Yeah. So, that was, so you were obviously getting people saying to you, you know, um, it, it was less requests, but more for him pushing the boundaries of what's possible. Well, okay. Right. So, and that was the, that's, that's been the pattern since day one, creating first jewelry that has never been done before. Then, um, a, a, the five time zone design that when you look at it from afar, you know, that's a Jacob watch. Yeah. And the next was the, was, was the mission and goal of creating technology, um, with movements that have never been done before. And the benefit, and I think the great thing is that when Jacob designs, he doesn't design as a watchmaker because he's not a watchmaker. He designs as a designer, and then we figure out how to make it possible. Yeah, I mean, in, in the industry, I think some of the real standout talking pieces, which our customers have asked, been asking about um, before you're coming in, are you know the Godfather. Uh, the oil refinery, um, and uh, you know some of these. You've got you know the, the viewers are going to be see, able to see these now that we've got them in watches of Switzerland, or, or hopefully. But uh, tell us some of the background behind uh, you know behind the thinking of bringing those to to the fore. So uh, I'll share the story about the Godfather because that's a personal favorite of mine. Okay. Um, Jacob, as well as myself, we're huge fans of, of the Godfather movie, um, how it stands for family, how it stands, stands for family business. And um, Jacob one day was walking, where was it, Rome? Uh, Florence. He was walking one day in Florence and he was walking by you know, an old school church and he heard... No, I went inside the cathedral. Oh, you went, you went inside, yeah. Yeah, and I heard the music of the, the, the from Godfather inside the church. I said, wow, you know, that gave me idea that day. I said, I'm going to make this inside the watch. You know, I wanted to make a music box, you know, music basically yeah. a watch that would be complicated, plus have the music from the Godfather. And music box, I mean, there are only a handful of watches or brands really that I know only one or two that have music boxes. So it was really special and complicated to create something like that. Yeah. It took three years of development. Yeah, yeah. yeah three years yeah. of development. It takes usually two and a half to three years to develop something like that, yeah. Did, I mean, drawing inspiration to do something like that, I mean, if you go to something like the Patek Museum and you see the old um, the music boxes in the museum there from like Jacques Adro back in uh, hundreds of years ago and what have you, do you kind of draw your inspiration from, from, from those uh, I, previous complications? 20 years ago, I saw Opera 1, Opera 1, Opera 2, Opera 3, and they had a classical uh, music on that watch, and that kind of uh, inspired me. I'm going to make a similar concept, but I'm going to make it much more complicated with a turbine, power reserve, and um, a very important 
to wind it much easier than with the crown because you want to hear the music more often. It takes a lot of energy. <laughs> so yeah, that was the uh, inspiration. Uh, but then I had to make it with the double barrels to make the music sound even better. Perfect. So yeah, and the music came in my mind with my favorite movie, one of my favorite movies. And then Scarface uh, well. Scarface. <laughs> then followed with Scarface. Yeah. yeah. I think Scarface is uh, less popular, but uh, there are uh, people who also love the movie and production and Al Pacino. We had to get a special permission from Al Pacino himself. Okay. So, yeah. Does he wear one? No, no. <laughs> no, I don't think. Maybe we can start working on that. They're not watching the Switzerland. <clears throat> yeah, maybe, maybe. But uh, we are doing something else with him now. We, we're going to launch this... Uh, beautiful uh, product that we're designing now, uh, launching this September, October, probably October, more than September. It's 50 year anniversary of Godfather this year. I don't know if you know. Yeah. It's 50 years since they made the movie and they now released also a making of Godfather called The Offer. Mm -hmm. You should all watch it, it's amazing. So this year is 50 year anniversary of uh, Godfather since it's been released, 1972. So we designed, uh, I designed a new watch that's gonna be 50 piece limited edition for 50 year anniversary. And we're going to do this big launch in Sicily. Okay, we, we actually where else? We, we actually <laughs> rented that same house where Michael Caglione was filmed and, okay. uh, during the uh, Sicily. Um, during his stay in Sicily for the first time yeah. after, you know, the first movie. Um, yeah, we're going to celebrate it and do a big dinner party right there in that backyard of that house. Ah, sounds like fun. And launch the 50-year anniversary watch. So it's just, it's not just obviously the Godfather and, and, and Scarface connections, obviously. I mean, you've signed, can we speak, you've signed Ronaldo? Yes. To, to the brand as well yes, this Ronaldo. year, big yes. launch on, on that. Yeah, Ronaldo is uh, it's going to be CR7 watches with him, yes. Perfect. So for that event in Sicily, Al Pacino will come as well. So, okay. To celebrate with us. Brilliant. His uh, 50 year anniversary of this movie. Actually, this, this is the film that made him, you know. And I've, I've also noticed some of the other, um, you know, big names in sport that you've got is Khabib as well that you've got. Khabib we have, yes. We have limited edition watches with Khabib. We have, uh, we just finished uh, with Messi. Messi, yes. we had a few years contract. It's now uh, in the end of the contract. But now we're starting with Ronaldo. So. Yeah, right. And do they have an involvement as well with the, with the creative? Of course, creativity? They, they have to approve uh, all the designs. Yeah. It's a back and forth creative process. Yeah. 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 I mean, Ronaldo's kind of, the, I think the, the cool thing there is Ronaldo is known as a, a bit of a watch aficionado and collector as well, actually, anyway, in, in the world of watches. He's, I believe he's got a good collection anyway. So it's, uh, it's more credibility on top of his fantastic football genius, is yes. his knowledge of, of, of watches as well also. I know Ronaldo already for the past 18 years, I'm friends with him, and he was also the face of the brand in 2013. Right. So this is not the first time we're working with him, but now we're actually making CR7 watches with him. We'll okay. Probably launch it next year. 2013 was when you, uh, you brought out the 24 time zone model as well, didn't SF24, you? SF24, yeah. 
It's 24 time zone watch. We launched that 2013. We had also the ghost, the digital yeah. watch with also uh, world uh, time. Um, we didn't have much yet in 2013. We were just, I was just building up uh, the new movements take time. When I started 2010, 11 again to relaunch the brand. Uh, so we have only, yeah, 2013 we had like two or three new, an Epic X we had, I think, yeah. And then every year we launch something new. And uh, as you see, 2015, 16 was a big year for us to launch Astronomia. Uh, you see where it came now. Yeah, yeah. So you, you'd be classed, I mean, you know, would, it be, would I be right in saying that Jacob can be kind of identified as a niche brand? You won't make many watches during the course of a year. I mean, are you at liberty to say how many you would make globally at all? Or um, We produce about 1,500 watches a year. Do you? Okay. And, and, and so, and agencies around the world, um, I mean, we're fortunate enough to be the, the you know, the exclusive in, in, in the UK, but how many are there around the world, uh, Jacob uh, stores now? We have uh, standalone stores. Um, yeah, standalone. Standalone, we have about five. Five, five standalone stores. But uh, we have uh, at least, uh, we are in about 40 locations okay. around the world. Yeah, so I mean, there's not much to go around really. So, it's, you know, I'm sure a lot of the other guys are saying. Well, you have to be able to more. supply it also. It's yeah. not easy to produce these days, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So selling isn't the problem today, it's producing. Yeah. You know, the production, uh, a lot of brands coming across uh, difficulty with production. So materials, labor, uh, delays and everything. Tell me about the watch you've got on your wrist, because, I mean, that's a bit special. Oh, this is uh, Chiron. Uh, we have a contract, as you know, with Bugatti, a partnership. And they asked me to design uh, Bugatti watches. Uh, now it's three years ago. So this is Chiron um, Sapphire Crystal, blue Sapphire Crystal. This took a long time to design and, and produce, especially the Sapphire Crystal, because it's a one whole uh, piece. Uh, it's, you know, most of the Sapphire Crystal cases, they, they, they sandwich but top and bottom. Here, you have to produce this one whole piece. It's very difficult to um, manufacture this crystal. It's a large piece of crystal. Then they break very easily when you actually uh, manufacture them. So maybe one out of three. <laughs> wow. And am I right in saying that you can only you can only polish and create those with a diamond? Is yes, that right? Only diamond can polish it because this is second hardest after the diamond yeah. material. Only diamonds could polish this watch, this case, and the movement inside is the sixteen-cylinder W sixteen uh, Chiron. Uh, Turbion movement and it's exactly functions as the 16 cylinder 16 pistons in the car exactly the same car. yeah fantastic it's a work of art isn't it so I mean, from start to finish we didn't think it would be possible to do but it in, it's amazing I mean it's amazing you have the turbine cage also here at the 12 o'clock uh, 45 degree so from start to finish how long would something like that take to create the move, movement took us a year and a half to make from start to finish but this case sapphire crystal cases took some time yeah it took like uh, 18 
months, 18 to 20 months to produce the first one. Wow. So if someone puts an order that through on that model today, then it's probably you're looking at what's a lead time of just for sake of arguments. The reproduction, uh, production takes less now. It's about seven to eight months. Right. Got you. But the first one took 20 months. Yeah, yeah. Because also when, when, uh, when we created that movement, even the watchmakers weren't sure if it was going to work. Right. And that's the beauty of creating technology that has never been done before. Yeah. So we were kind of sitting, seeing, okay, What's going to happen now? <laughs> is that a big draw on the movement? I mean, in terms of the barrel, the, the, the energy which comes out, how long does it... It has uh, 48, 40, hours. 48, power 48 reserve, hours power reserve. Okay. And the engine works up to 10 times per spin. Wow. Wow. And would you paint... Is that, is that a patent? Do you patent that when you've, when you've, you've done that? Of course. That? So that's... It has to be everything we do. We do that. Yeah. But this is... Uh, you know, of course, you saw this comes in gold and yeah. diamonds and titanium, most yeah. of the pieces, and a uh, few, few of them are sapphire crystal. Very cool. Very cool. So they can be in the glove compartment so when they buy the new Bugatti Chiron <laughs> as well. There you go. It's going to be a little bit more than you were hoping to pay, but it's worth it. Well, compared to other watches in the market, I think we're very reasonable for this kind of uh, complication and the sapphire, case, yeah, sapphire I mean, casing. We're going to be... Um, I mean... We're talking about the, the high end of, 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 um, of Jake appearing in these grand complications. But the, the, the range that we'll be having here um, in order to sell the product, the, the, um, what is the price point coming at? I mean, we're probably talking about dollars or and I can, I can convert it to, to sterling, but the range comes in at what kind of price, um, you know, on, on average? Starting, there's options from 20,000, 50,000, 100,000, all the way up to, um, Seven and a half million. Seven, yeah, seven million. <laughs> seven million. The most expensive watch we have is seven million uh, Swiss franc, yeah. But uh, yeah, the starting point is 20,000. 20,000, yeah. Got you. And the most complicated piece that you've, you've would that represent the most complicated watch you've no, done? No, the most complicated piece to me that we have is Twin, twin Turbo Furies. It's, uh, that has 930 components. Right. Super, super complicated watch, difficult to produce. We can only assemble one to two movements per month. So this is your this is your collection with fa the Fast and Furious. Um, no, no. Uh, we we created the Fast one, and Furious two. watch. Right. Yeah, with that watch. Okay. But uh, the collection itself is is not uh, Fast and Furious. Yeah. It was the beginning of Bugatti. The Bugatti has a also we we made eighteen pieces limited edition for Bugatti in the beginning because we already had the movement, so we converted to Bugatti until we designed the Chiron. Right. The Chiron came two years later. But the second comp most complicated watch I would say we have is the Astronomy Sky. Yes. The Astronomy Sky, we're very proud of that movement, where, I don't, I don't know if you read uh, how the watch is working, uh, but the... Uh, the celestial canopy on the on the dial. Yeah, there's uh, a three hundred northern hemisphere. That yeah. that the speed of that is one year. That's what amuses me because to make that this slow, and actually be accurate, it's it's a work of art. Yes, we are blessed to have good watchmakers, uh, and they love what they're doing. You know, they have to love what they're doing for to do this kind of work. Yeah, yeah. 
you know, they get excited because they're working with Bugatti, they're working with other brands, and you know, with, with partners with Paramount Pictures, with Bugatti, and so on. And they're good fun as well out there. I mean, we 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 had a we had a training uh, on on. on the new pieces that we're going to be getting. And obviously one of the pieces was the casino watch, oh. which, uh, you know, it's just great fun. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I'm sure that was from a, a wild night out in Las Vegas, perhaps, was it? <laughs> yeah, you actually could gamble with this watch, yeah. I mean, I get these ideas, you know, I, I'm blessed to have the ideas of design and creations. This is something that I, you know, I was gifted with, but the roulette watch I always wanted to have something on your wrist that you could press the button and actually yeah. have Good roulette table mini version of roulette table on your wrist yeah. plus we added with astronomy on top that's super um, complicated to do and the roulette table you never have to rewind it because as you press the button it works as power reserve it uh, works as power reserve it rewinds by itself yeah, yeah. So. and it's, it's truly amazing to see the uh, the beginning of the ideation of pieces. Jacob could be watching a movie or traveling or just resting and then an idea comes up and then a year later we see it happen. I mean, you know, uh, I, being in the car yesterday, I thought of this, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm making this new watch with the world in it. So what's what's happening today in the world? I said, we're gonna name it, Save the World. Okay. Just as simple as that. Yeah. So that's the new one. Save then. the world. Yeah. Yeah. We had your, we had one of your watchmakers here this week, and he was saying he was he was uh, basically saying yeah he t he works so hard whenever he comes over to with us, he's in the office first thing in the morning, working late at night, and I'm sure that's over in Switzerland, and then back to New York and what. He have loves you, so. it. Yeah, he loves it. Yeah. How do you how do you how do you keep going then? I mean, it must be uh, you must be high on adrenaline all the time then with the, all, the, all the creations and the work ethic. Well, when I go to Switzerland, I'm there one week out of the month, uh, usually. And uh, I have a great team in Switzerland. They love what they're doing. In Switzerland, are, as you know, being so many years in business, not easy. They're more laid back. They take their time to do work. And, uh, you know, they're, they're no value for themselves. In my team, they love what they're doing and they put extra mile and they're proud. They are proud what they're doing. So, you know, I, I, I'm very happy that I have this kind of team and when I go there and I always bring new projects on the table and one of my employees used to say to me, Jacob, don't we have enough projects? You don't think we have, we have enough projects? And no, not enough. So yeah, they earn the money over there then, do they? <laughs> I, I, I actually have more ideas can, that I can afford, to yeah. be honest with you. Ah, uh, cool. Jacob's the hardest working person I know, but it, he doesn't consider it work. No, it's a passion, I'm sure. It's passion. It's, and for yourself it's a, as well. I mean, obviously you've grown up and in, grown into this, uh, Benjamin. So from the early age, were you thinking, yeah, that's that's me? Did, what time did you, uh, how old when you, when you, when you, you know, got involved with, uh, with you know? With, uh, so I was, I was involved when I was, like 17, 18, 19, and then... Um, during school, yeah. Yeah, during school, I worked part-time during the summer, uh, just learned the business, kind of do tasks that people would ask me just to learn, just to get a grip on the business. And then when I was 19, um, I, had a, I had a gut feeling that in order for me to bring value to the family business, I needed to go out, get experience, learn outside the four walls of the family business, and then bring value, true value.
So I left at 19. It was the hardest conversation <laughs> I've ever had with anybody to tell you know, my father um, that I'm leaving the family business. And I told him I might be back in a month, three months, a year. It ended up being about 10 years. He built um, his own business. Yeah, I built my own business in, in the marketing space. Okay. Um, and the time, time came about two years ago to, 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 to rejoin the family business with that value, with that expertise. Yes. And, uh, it's proven. Experience. Yeah, yeah. It's proven value. Yeah. Oh, great. So we're paying for now. Absolutely. <laughs> and there's a great story, which I want, I, I mean, I've heard this before, but there's a great story, which I want you to recite as well, again, about the guy that gave you the opportunity back in the day. Um, am I right about the, when you were first starting out in 1986? There was, was there a guy, and you were, uh, forgive me if I'm wrong here, but there's a guy that you've kept on for many years because he gave you the break earlier on, is that right? Oh, Jay. Jay is still working for me, actually, yeah. I, you know, my son tells uh, the story since 1986, but in reality, I started to work. I had a factory when I was 17 years old. So that was in 1981, 82. And my first only job that I had, I was not even 17 yet. I became a jeweler. Uh, I took, I knew I could do this. So I took classes. There was a course for like five, six months. So just to know how to use the jewelry tools and torch and gas and, and oxygen. And I graduated like in four months, I remember. And they sent me to, for work. You know, I, I quit school because I needed money. Uh, so I came to work in this place and Jay Allen, who's here actually, is gonna be with us tonight, okay. was one of the salespeople. You know, he was 21, 22 years old at the time, good looking, dressed well, and he was selling to all the department stores for the company and taking big orders. And uh, me working as a jeweler and making $125 a week I'm looking at myself thinking, how many years will it take me to make it? You know, when this guy's sitting there for 10 years, 20 years in this factory, just 50 jewelers in this one factory, and I'm one of them, and I'm asking them, how much, you know, can you grow here? So, yeah, in 20 years, you'll make uh, $500 a week. I said, I can't make this way. It's uh, impossible to, 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 for me to do what I wanted to do and, and, support, and the support my family. So. I asked my boss, I said, can I design? Can I make new jewelry? And design back then was not just drawing, it's taking actual gold and make new pieces of jewelry, right? So I made some new designs, and Jay, who works for the company, used to love it. He used to come here and say, hey, make more, because I just took 1,000 piece order, 500 piece order, and they just put me now, not a jeweler, you're a designer. You're doing a great job. Continue. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I worked for nine months in that company. I grew like from 125, I grew like two two thousand dollars a week. It was huge back then. And I quit. I said, thank you very much. I'm young and I want to open my own factory. And I did. 17 years old, I had my own factory. But Jay was the one who pushed me to to do this. He he was the one who actually gave me and I will never forget this. And you've rewarded his loyalty oh, by, of course, keeping yeah. him part of the organization. Excellent. Yeah, I adapted him. Good show. <laughs> Good show. <laughs> yeah. Great. He came to me like 20 years ago saying, Jacob, I need your help. Um, you know, uh, 
yes, I was successful, but now I'm not. You know, the company closed down or something. Whatever, something went wrong, and I need a job. So I took him. I, I hired him for my company, and ever since he's with me because Brilliant. I remember what he did for me 40 years ago. That's a great story, and we look forward to working with you going forward as well. So, um, yeah, um, thank you very much indeed for your time, and, and uh, look forward to working with you going forward. Thank you for listening to the Calibre podcast. We do hope you've enjoyed it. To watch this video in full or to discover more exciting horological content, subscribe to the Watches of Switzerland YouTube channel. To listen to more of our podcasts, please subscribe to the Calibre podcast on Apple and Spotify.